Hello, guys. Uh, Russ here with the beautiful Maddie. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode two of our podcast. Woo! I'm, I'm, look, I'm super pumped because, like we said last week, I can't um, believe I just wooed. Can we, can we do that again? No, I, I love woo. the woo. Woo it again for me. No, I'm not gonna Go woo. On, I don't woo on demand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna woo for you. Woo! Welcome to Date Differently, a podcast for the right girls dating the wrong guys, where we talk about breaking all the goddamn rules. Welcome to episode two. Yes. Um, so for those of you who listen to episode one, our first ever podcast, I'm still so pumped. Um, today is really about that big, dirty question. Ready? Why? Why are you dating? Why the hell are you dating? And I think we don't ask this question. In fact, I don't even know if people know why they're dating. I've never thought about why I'm dating. I've just always dated because it's what you do. You know, when you get to a certain age and boys start being a thing, they're a bit scary. You're like, okay, I'll start seeing these people. That's so interesting. What age did you start to date, Mats? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I had my first boyfriend when I was 13. <laughs> yes, his... <laughs> Yeah, his name was Jono. Everyone's <laughs> called Jono. And we met at school. We used to hang out on the tennis court. So the girls would sort of hang down one side and the boys would be down the other side. I don't actually remember how we got together. It was probably his friend coming up and saying, oh, Jono likes you. And I'd be like, oh, okay, I like him too. Oh, actually, yes, I remember. My best friend and I used to go on these things called creek walks, which was when we walked <laughs> through the creek to go home. It was like it was aptly named. We, Yeah, we were kind of adventurous. We would walk through the creek and then we would go to the um, local IGA and get a baklava. So anyway, he asked me, he's like, oh, can I come on a creek walk with you? I'm like, oh, okay, I'll let you in on my nice little creek walk. Mm -hmm. And that's where we had our first kiss. It was gross. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so I started dating at 13. 13. And it's interesting, you actually dated, right? I grew up in in London. And in in the early, I guess, just showing my age here, but in the early 90s, when I was sort of dating, we... We didn't date. There was no dating culture. There was no go on dates, go on dinners. It was kind of like, holy crap, a girl likes me. Hold on for dear life and pray to God that she never leaves me. So like, what, you went straight from yeah, we, we, friends to like, we're in a relationship yep. now. Oh. Yeah, it was just kind of like we met, we chatted. There was no dating in, in the, the sense of dating today where you go on dates with different people. You'll see if they're the right for you or not right for you as a case yeah, may be. Yeah, that's true. I think I probably started doing that a bit older. I feel like when you're younger, you sort of jump onto the yeah. boyfriend thing. But I'll never forget being 12 years old and my first crush. It was a girl called Kerry and she was like two years ahead of me in school. In fact, when I think about it, it was probably younger. I was probably about 10 or 11 years old because it was the end of primary school for us in the UK. And I remember it was Valentine's Day and I remember like right, I knew what jacket she wore and she'd wear this jacket to school every day and I wrote a little card out. I drew a little heart on it and I was like, I love you, Kerry, from your Valentine. And then, you know how Valentine's are supposed to be anonymous? Stupidly, I signed it, Russ. Oh my God. <laughs> and then I put it in her pocket Worst in the cloakroom. I know, right? And she took it really well and then she came over and she gave me a kiss. She was a lot older than me as well. She gave me a kiss Ooh. on the cheek in, in the playground. I felt like the shit. So I was like, yeah, boy. I was like 10 or 11 when those I started to think about girls and started to kind of form those opinions. Fast forward many years later, I, I met my first girlfriend. I didn't date her. We sort of just fell into that relationship and we held on. So when, you know, when that ended many, many years later and I was in the dating scene, I was a bit more, I guess, um, calculated 
mm-hmm. on how I dated. I knew why I was dating, right? But I don't necessarily think people today know why they're dating. I've spoken to a lot of my friends. And I mean, me personally, when someone asks me why I'm dating, it's because I want to find the love of my life, which is a That's little bit cute. romantic and yeah. sappy. But the, And I think people aren't honest with themselves when they are dating for that reason because a lot of people are afraid of being hurt. Yes. So I just said, honestly, like, I want to find the love of my life and I'll meet a few guys along the way that won't work out, but hopefully eventually I'll end up with someone who will stick yeah, until and, I die. And I don't think or he dies. And I don't think it's sappy at all. I think yeah. I think own it. I think if you're out there and you're listening and you're dating because you want to find the love of your life, do not be embarrassed by that. Do not hold back. Do not be scared to tell people. Fucking shout it from the fucking rooftops. And also on the flip side of that, if you're just dating for fun, if you're just dating for now to meet new people, to have new experiences then let that be heard. That's your thing. That's what you want to do. So I think a lot of people are dating for many different reasons. Mm. You know, those two just being some of them. Probably about a year ago, the Social Collective, as part of the Date Differently approach, we launched a, a series of talks. And one of those talks was Where Have All the Good Men Gone? Which is a fantastic talk. I really enjoyed doing it. But at the beginning of that talk, I would always ask the audience, I would always ask everyone that was sitting in front of me, why are you dating? And we'd often get the same response, which is what you said there, is like to meet someone new, to get some new experiences, to actually meet a guy and date him. But the more I sort of drilled into that topic, and so I interviewed a whole bunch of people, I'm, I'm constantly talking to the clients that we have coming in and it kind of starts to drill down i get i get reasons like i'm dating because i'm single and or, or which is valid yeah exactly or i, I just because uh, it seems that like that's what you're supposed to do when you're single yeah i've even had i'm not going to say that it was more men than it was women i've even had i'm dating to get laid it was actually kind of a 50 50 split definitely well i think if you are dating to get laid like that's a great thing because if you have a string of one night stands the sex isn't going to be well, it might be great, but it's not mm. going to be that great. But if you're, you know, dating someone steady, you've got you've got the same person every week or, you know, how often you go so, to the yeah. bedroom, then but, make sex a bit better. Oh, no, yeah. When it comes to sex, fine. I totally agree. But where do you draw the line in the sand? And what, what I mean by that is like, you know, we've been running this business for a while. And along with the why are you dating question, I get a lot of frustrations. Girls that are saying to me, I'm so sick of guys just wanting to sleep with me. Or I'm so sick of meeting guys that are just boring. Like I keep going on 50 first dates. That's so true. Yeah, as much as there's probably girls out there who are dating to get laid, from experience and from talking to people, there's probably more guys who are out there just dating to get laid. I well, that's agree. what girls think. And and that is It might touching, not be the reality, but it's yeah. what people think. And I think you're touching on a really good point there is that there's this assumption that all guys just want to get laid. Now, I know you guys listening, you're intelligent enough to know that that's not true. That's not all guys, right? And I'm not broad stroke brushing everyone with the same brush. Yeah. What I'm getting at is here there is that perception of I'm kind of frustrated, I'm kind of over it. I just keep meeting the same kind of guys, the same kind of uh, dickheads. And it may not necessarily be I just want to get laid just that they don't want to commit. And you know what it is? I think when you say that women are just meeting the same kind of guys, they're the wrong kind of guys for them. And then you might ask them, what are you doing to meet different guys? And they say, oh, well, I'm just, you know, I'm on Tinder. I'm Mm. keeping my eyes open when I go to my salsa class every Wednesday. Mm. Like if you don't do something different, you're not going to meet different guys. You're saying if you don't date differently? (laughs) Yes, I am. That's an important thing. Um, and I agree. Like, And it's not just about doing something different. It's about thinking different, thinking about your dating life differently. And for those of you who caught last week's episode, you know that this week's episode is about think, and it's about thinking differently. So it's coming back to the why. So why are we dating, right? Look, I would encourage all of you listening, do this, right? If, if you're dating, and if you're 
really out there and putting yourself out there and you're meeting guys and you're on Tinder and Bumble and Happen, grab a pen, all right? Grab a piece of paper, grab a glass of wine, grab a coffee if you're on your way to work in the morning and sit down and just spend 15 minutes asking yourself that question, why am I dating? And see what comes up for you. Because I think it's so important to know why you're dating. And the reason I think it's so important to know why you're dating is if you want the bigger picture, and it's not for everyone, right, Mads, but if you want the bigger picture, which is I want kids, you know, I want a family, I want to have a lifestyle that involves, you know, growing my family, then if you're dating for the wrong reasons or you don't even know why you're dating, there's absolutely no way you can set a standard. And then you're going to entertain the shitty guys with the shitty experiences. That's it. You need to know what you want. You need to sort of visualize yourself. I know as, as lame as it sounds, picture yourself in five years' time. But do that. Picture yourself and see what kind of person mm. you see yourself walking through life with. That's, that's gold. Who do you see yourself walking through life with, Mads? In an ideal world... I see myself walking hand in hand along the beach with someone who is equal parts smart and funny, who's family oriented, who likes the outdoors, who's a bit relaxed. Someone you can relax with, someone I can just chill with Mm. and not have to talk to all the time. Yeah, I feel like with my man of my dreams, I'm not too particular. When it comes to lists, right, like like I love that you've got this and you kind of know what you want from a guy. For years... Right, absolute years of working with guys in London in this dating space. Lists are something that always comes up, right? I used to work with guys and I'd sit them down and I'd be like, what are you looking for in a woman, right? What are you looking for when it comes to dating? And bearing in mind, I'm talking about dating, right? Relationships, love, all of that stuff, not just pick up, not just getting laid. I'm like, what are you looking for? And the list would sometimes start quite visual, right? She needs to be tall, she needs to have a great bum, needs to look after her body. And then it would kind of rattle off into it needs to make me laugh. I want to be able to leave her independently and go on and do my own thing and not have to worry about how I'm out with friends and stuff like that. And this list would be incredible, like bang, 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 bang. And then I'd often ask them, so that girl exists, that woman exists, she's out there, but are you the kind of man that she's looking for? That is an incredible question. That's a very good question. So I'm always sort of thinking about when you've got your list and I think it's really important to know what you want right and and for those of you who have either seen or met amanda who uh, works for the social collective she's part of the, the whole business she's always talking to me and talking to anyone that we meet about what do you want do you know what you want right and, and it's really important to know that but at the same time if you have a list of what do you want from a guy how much of those characteristics or those values are reflected in yourself Yeah, you need to look at that list, you need to revise and think, well, am I the type of person who this guy Mm. is seeing himself with? Yeah. But also, on the list topic, I had a friend at university, we would talk about guys, and she had, what is it, half A4 size notebooks that you have. So she had one of those notebooks. A5. (laughs) A5, that's the one. (laughs) She had an A5 notebook, four A5 pages. That's very particular of me, I'm just picturing it. (laughs) So she had four A5 pages, and it was a massive list of all of the characteristics that the man of her dreams should have. Mm. And it was so particular, right down to like hair colour and, I don't know, shoe size. and Hair colour and shoe size? Yep. Did she meet him? Nope. Well... Don't think so. Anyone who knows our business or anyone who knows me, they'll know I'm a big fan of set your standards. 
right? Know your standards, know what you will and won't accept from a guy. And part of that is kind of, I suppose, having some kind of list of knowing what you want. For me, it's more about values and characteristics than mm-hmm. characteristics. But interestingly enough, look, this is a personal opinion. And I kind of, as a guy, if you set the bar too high, right? We're not going to jump. We're going to go, that's too much effort. We're not going to, like, you set the bar way too high, like unrealistically high in what you're looking for. Yeah, you're like, I'm not going to wear a collared shirt every day. What are you talking about? (laughs) How dare you make me wear blue socks? I think it really does come back down to what, well, look, we are talking about the why you're dating, right? But it also comes back down to what you want, I guess. And as we've spoken about it, the more I think about it, they go hand in hand. Why are you dating, first of all? Is that important to you, right? And what are you looking for? Not just what kind of man are you looking for, but, and I say this as respectfully as possible, but what kind of woman are you? And are you the kind of woman that you want to be for you? That is very important. You need to love yourself and you need to want to date yourself before you start dating other people. You need to have that confidence in yourself and Mm. own who you are and be a great version of you. And then you'll have the confidence. If you're owning your story, if you're a great version of you, and then you go out there into the dating world, then, you know, when you meet guys who you're really into and they're just not into you, it's just not clicking, then it won't beat you down because you know who you are and that's enough. Mads, I also want to talk about, right, the frustrations that women are going through when they're dating. And the reason I want to talk about this, because it does dovetail in nicely with the why are you dating. And I know I sort of touched on it a little bit earlier on when I was kind of ranting about, you know, you don't really know why you're dating. But then at the same time, you got all the frustrations that are going on there. What do you reckon, right, are the kind of frustrations that women are facing today? Like what's stressing them out when they're dating? And again, guys, if you're listening, write in email us tell us what your biggest frustrations are when it comes to dating at russ at the socialcollective.com.au yes we would love to hear from you but sorry yeah Matt, ask the question so what like what for you is the biggest frustrations one of my biggest frustrations is just the dating world and what it's become like i look at my parents when they were dating i've talked to my grandma about dating before and it just seemed so much simpler back then back in my grandma's day it was you go to your local hall for a dance local hall so i really heard whore then i was like what (laughs) i'm gonna segue a little bit and i'm gonna tell you guys how my grandparents met so (laughs) my grandparents lived in the same village they are from the uk and they went to this dance and the dance was couples themed and so everybody got a name tag and they all got sort of the name of one half of a couple so you would get juliet or you'd get romeo and this all just happened as you walked in you'd get a name tag and then throughout the night you had to find who your match was who the other Mm -hmm. person was Mm -hmm. i think my grandpa spotted my grandma from across the room and saw that her name tag was helen helen of troy but my grandpa's name tag wasn't... I don't even know who Helen ends up with, who his, uh, who her man is. Achilles? No, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, he didn't have the matching name tag. So he went over to the guy with the matching name tag and asked to switch. And then he went over to my grandma and he's like, oh, look, we've got the same name tag. And she's like, oh, this is cool. That's- you, you, you look like a bit of a dish. To top off the romantic story, she actually changed her name to Helen. Like, officially changed her name to Helen? Yeah. My, like, I've known my grandma as Helen for my whole life. And she changed her name because of that meeting, because of Amazing. the moment where she met my grandpa. And that's, so, it was probably about two weeks later they were married. Very progressive. Where is that chivalry today? I know. And so, back onto the topic of 
people's frustrations with dating. I think, like, personally, I'm frustrated that I can't just go to a dance and meet a dishing, <laughs> a dishing young man. Guy. A dishy young man, not a dishing young man. Well, if he does the dishes, that's going to be even better too. Have you heard dishy? No, like he's Maybe quite a, a dish. Yeah, it's very old school thing. I'm a very dashing, old dishy young man. Yeah, or a dashing young man. I love that story. And so, is it that old school meeting? Or? Yeah, I think I still have this idea in my head that I'll meet someone in a very organic way. I think I'm frustrated now that the dating landscape is so tech-based and I am not a tech person. Like standing in front of computers and microphones and things here, I'm feeling a bit, whoa. (laughs) But it's very tech-focused. There's an abundance mentality. Like Mm. for me, there's just too many fish in the sea. I just want a little pond and I just want to pick the best fish out of this little pond. I don't want to have the whole world open up to me and think, okay, which one of these millions of guys am I going to pick? Because I might pick the wrong one and then I don't want that to happen. So that's another frustration. Mm. Just the way people go about dating now, they want to go on a lot of dates. It's quantity over quality and the whole Tinder thing. You go on a date with someone that you don't even know. It's not even a date. Like I've got so much to say on this. But I'm going to hold back a little bit because our next episode is going to be about meeting people and how we meet people today and what are the frustrations along that. So I'm going to hold out. And if you guys are listening, please tune into episode three where we will be talking about meeting new people and what that means in today's modern, technology-driven, frustrating-as-hell dating scene. Mads, thank you. I think today's been awesome. Like, it's some really topical stuff we've touched on. Quick takeaway. Why the fuck are you dating? Sit down. Ask yourself that question, right? If you don't know why you're dating, you're opening yourself up to a world of stress. And I don't want you guys stressed. So I'm going to love you all and leave you. And it's goodbye for me. And goodbye for me. See you later, guys. See ya. Thanks for listening, guys. If you like what we're putting down, do not hesitate to hit subscribe to this podcast and help continue the conversation with us on our Facebook group. It's hashtag date differently. Let's break all the goddamn rules. We would love to see you there.